You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hey loves, welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. As you know, every week I have different guests and every guest has an exciting story and they share their own experience, their wisdom and so much great info. So this week I'm very excited about my guest as well because her name is Jacqueline Johnson and I read Jacqueline's books and I love the brand she has created. I can totally relate to her story, so it was so exciting and honorable for me to have Jacqueline on my podcast because I've been following her for a while and the brand she has created, Create and Cultivate, is an amazing brand for women and to be part of the community, it's always has been a pleasure. So my guest today is Jacqueline Johnson, and she's a serial entrepreneur with two exits, angel investor, best-selling author, and host of Top Business Podcast. Jacqueline is redefining the meaning of work for a new generation of women. Jacqueline started her both companies with a laptop and an idea and grew them from self-funded side projects into multi-million dollar businesses and nationally known and recognized brands. As I previously mentioned, Jacqueline is a founder of Create and Cultivate, and Create and Cultivate is a media company providing content, community, and curated events for ambitious women. I personally have membership with Create and Cultivate, and I highly recommend you guys to get one as well, because and it's not an ad, it's my honest opinion, because Jacqueline has so many great, ambitious, and successful women always sharing their wisdom on her platform, and she has so many events, so it's totally worth it to get a membership with Create and Cultivate. You will not regret it, because you will get 
the weekly newsletters you will get so much great information it will be very helpful in this episode Jacqueline will be sharing with us her secrets on how she built a multi-million dollar brand and how she built such a powerful and successful community for women and before we dive in don't forget to subscribe rate and review not basic blonde podcast on apple podcasts hi Jacqueline so glad to have you on my podcast I'm a huge fan of you would you please tell our listeners about yourself and what do you do? Yeah, of course. So I am the founder of Create and Cultivate, which is the largest media company for ambitious women. I'm host of Work Party, the podcast, and now a partner at New Money Ventures, a venture fund to support female entrepreneurs and female-led businesses. Wow, that's incredible. And I know I read your book, Work Party, and I know you took a long route and you took so many challenges to create this perfect platform for women where they can exchange and inspire each other and exchange their knowledge. What inspired you to create it? And I know your story already, but <laughs> <laughs> like for our listeners to know from you directly. Yeah. So you might have heard this on repetition, but essentially I started my first company when I was 23 years old and had no idea what I was doing. Uh, and when I went online to find help or information and something that really spoke to me as a young millennial female founder, I came up empty and I realized there was a major hole in the marketplace to really speak to female entrepreneurs. Granted, this was 2011. And now there are a ton of different areas and places that women entrepreneurs can go, but at the time, I decided to really create it. I launched Create and Cultivate as a fun little side project to get women together, to have conversations, to chat, uh, share secrets, et cetera. And then it ended up turning into a much larger uh, company than I could have ever imagined. Yeah, right now it's a huge and massive platform and it's very famous for everything it does. And I'm just so, I admire you, I admire your work. And Thank you. platform is my favorite. How did your high-paying job at IAC, the corporate parent today of companies Tinder and Match, play a role in your success as an entrepreneur today? Yeah, so I uh, worked in corporate America for the first, I would say, four years of my career. Uh, and I worked at Interactive Corporation and really spent a lot of time there developing what would then become my uh, sort of corporate etiquette, right? How to run a meeting, how to send an email, how to work with teammates, all those different things. So I'm glad I was able to get that, you know, albeit short-lived sort of corporate experience under my belt, but it definitely helped me in the long run in my career as an entrepreneur, because I was able to kind of see the way that these massive organizations worked and how they operated. Incredible. And of course, everything given to us always, like all our previous jobs are always given to us to gain some experience which will help us to move forward with our future projects and I guess that was a kind of foundation for you that set such a huge I mean it was a foundation to set such a huge platform definitely yeah so many learnings and so many different experiences that I was able to get what was your emotional state when you got laid off from your job in LA and how did you get out of that feeling in that hole yeah. So I was working in corporate America, as I said, and then was transferred out to Los Angeles to work for the same company I was working for in New York at a different company that was underneath it. And I was let go, which was really devastating, both personally and professionally, honestly, that 
I had this moment in my career where I was really killing it at a young age, was in an industry that was fairly new, which was social media. And then to be let go, you know, all of your self-doubt and everything sort of floods you of like, it was me, I'm the problem, you know, people, I'm not as good, I was, you know, let go, you know, all these things. So I was able to kind of take that energy. I was definitely upset for like at least a month of like feeling bad for myself and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I know I like looked into being a spin instructor at some point, like it was, it was a wild time. And then essentially I just reached out to my network and let them know like, Hey, was let go. I'm here in Los Angeles now, you know, would love any freelance work or if anyone, you know, has any clients that need help. And one thing led to another, and that's really how I fell into my first business, which was called No Subject. It was a marketing and events agency. And it really started as me freelancing and finding gigs and then eventually kind of turned into something much larger and like a full company where I was able to really hone my skills as an entrepreneur and first-time business owner. I see. And I also know in, in your book, you shared you went through betrayals from your friends and having a betrayal from a woman before and creating this huge network for women how did you go through this like emotionally what helped that's a great question um I've never been asked that but I I like that question so yes so basically my first company I started with another co-founder another female co-founder and we had a great business partnership by all means um and I you know she's extremely talented but we essentially didn't align on the vision for the company and the way that the company's financials should be spent early on. And we grew very quickly so much so that, you know, things started to get kind of complicated and we ended up having a pretty bad business breakup that was coupled with a friendship breakup. Right. So we had a, a close friend group and it was just, it was not a great situation, but it was the right decision to make. And it was extremely hard. And I think for me, I've been burned by women in the past. I've been burned by women recently. Like, I don't think, you know, it means that an entire gender is an issue. Um, I think it's like, there's good people and bad people and there's people, you know, and things happen. You don't know what state people's lives are in, et cetera. But that being said, I think there was something really powerful that we experienced together while building that company. We, We were both in our early, early 20s. And we experienced a lot of ageism, sexism, um, you know, when we were going out there trying to build this business. And what I found was a lot of women were experiencing this. And so my thought process was, let's all come together and share secrets because essentially the boys club has been around forever. They're all helping each other be more successful, swapping stories, helping each other make more money. Why can't we do that? Um, And I think I was really first to market to create an event that was really about real talk advice, not just fluffy, you know, even though it was a beautiful event, it wasn't just fluff. It was really about having these conversations and helping move women forward. Yeah, it was more about business and straight to the point. And I can totally relate to your experience because I've been betrayed by women before. And I think the same way, there are some good people and people that need their personal inner work. So I just totally. Yeah. And I also would just say like, I I get it to some degree, you know, when I was, I am 36 now. And when I was starting out in the workplace, I had uh, female bosses that were older than me and they went through an entirely different experience than we went through. And then the women below us are going through an entirely different experience than we went through. But there was a time and place when there was only room for one woman at the top, right? Like that existed. That was very, very real. And so that dynamic of women 
you know, fighting for that one spot, fighting for that one guy, like in every movie you see or whatever, that's right. That was a real dynamic, but it changed. And I think with that, women need to also change their mentality that there isn't just room for one of us anymore. Like there can be a ton of successful women. There can be a lot of wealthy women and there can be women helping women on their way up. So I just think it's a narrative mind shift that, you know, has, it's, it's going to be challenging to undo because we've been taught this specific narrative for so long. I agree. And the way I look at it as nobody can compete with me, there is no competition because it's only one me. Totally. (laughs) And what I've noticed that women usually when they get together they talk about women or some other things but men when they get together they talk about money and ways Mm. to make money so why not women do the same instead of just gossiping you know totally yeah it's funny like when all my friends get together it's like what crypto are you buying what are you doing with this now you know and it's changed so much but it 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 definitely wasn't always that way it did yeah (laughs) Do you believe in the motto, fake it till you make it? And how did some lies help to create a million dollar brand? What helped you to create a million dollar brand? Yeah, I mean, I definitely believe in the motto, fake it till you make it to a degree. I think we're seeing a lot of like very fake it till you make it stories come alive, whether it's Anna Delvey or whoever. Um, I think little white lies don't hurt here and there if you are willing to put in the work. So a good example of this is when I was running No Subject, which was my first company, we had a big pitch with a big client uh, that was gonna, would change our entire business. It was going to be a massive retainer. We'd be able to hire. Um, and we had pitched them, I think, two or three times before. They were like, can we meet in person and come to your office? We want to like meet meet like your team and blah, blah, blah. And at the time, it was like us and an intern, like me and my co-founder and an intern. And we were like, yeah, totally come down. We're like, oh, my God. Um, and so we hired our friends to sit in desks. Um, so we like added, we had a bunch of desks and we like shared the space with another company. We had them stay home that day. We added a bunch of people sitting in desks. We're like, Oh, this is the team. Hi. Um, and they hired us and we were able to hire people against that cash, but it helped us get the job and establish us, you know, as a, a major agency. And we ended up working with them for, I think four or five years. So little white lies, I think don't, don't harm. It's when you get into territory of completely, falsifying information all of Theranos that's when there's problems yeah I totally agree with you and sometimes of course you have to kind of fake it till you make it because you will not be given opportunity otherwise I mean totally. how will you grow if they don't see you as you know as you are <laughs> agreed how is the way we do business evolving? Are we on the brink of shift in the way money flows? Yeah, I, I mean, definitely. The world is in a very weird place. I think, you know, we're already experiencing inflation. The Fed is going to raise the interest rates. Um, so we're seeing overall increase in just how expensive things are um, in general. And coupled with that, we're seeing people leave jobs to go to other jobs to make more money to keep up with the inflation because the jobs they took three or four years ago, the salary can't even compete with where the market is currently. So there's definitely been a major shakeup in the industry. On top of that, supply chain issues are major since the pandemic. So we're running into getting supplies at a normal or standard rate. You're seeing aluminum, for instance, like tripling prices. So 
everyone from hairdressers who use aluminum foils to dye hair to can companies are ironically calling it the pandemic. You know, there's a lot of issues that people are facing, but I think we're also in a period of innovation where we're going to sort of flip the script and how things are getting done because the old way of working isn't working in 2022. So we need to sort of rethink where we're spending money, how we're spending money, and how we're building companies, um, which previously, you know, we're cash flush with venture money. We're going to see that pull back in a big way. We're going to see the inflated valuations come down. So I think we're about to see a major shift in the market. I feel like we are in a major transformation now and it's going totally in we are building totally new systems in different ways right now because like you said old ways are not working anymore. Agreed. Yeah. And what helped you to build your team and how did you create this empire that inspires women every day and what helped you? Yeah. So building a team is crucial. There's always that saying that you could go far alone, but further together. And I think that's so true. Building a team is crucial. You can't do it all yourself, even though most small business owners and entrepreneurs think they can. Um, So I always like to say staff against your weaknesses first. Think about the things that you're doing day to day that you're just frankly, not good at, or frankly, don't enjoy doing. Um, And staff against those needs first to free up your time to do what you want to do and what you're good at doing. And honestly, what will help, you know, serve the company best. Beyond that, it's about finding employees that are passionate about your business, that understand your vision, and that have honest expectations about the job role. The number one reason why people quit is job clarity and understanding what their role is and what their expectations are. The second reason why people quit is because of a manager. So it's really important to establish strong management um, down the pipeline, whether you have like your C-suite and then your director level strong management um, down the pipeline and making sure everyone is clear on their roles and responsibilities for the company. And when you build your team, you have to also develop trust because you have to delegate some of your uh, day-to-day responsibilities to someone else. But usually like you have to accept the fact that no one else will do it better than you, of course, but you have to, they have to be good enough to do it so you can trust them. But what helped you to build the trust so you can build an empire. It's hard. It's really, really hard. I think you have to learn to let go and learn to let know that mistakes are going to happen. Um, and I think sometimes the employees that made those mistakes ended up being incredible employees because they learned so much. And then also you let go and you let people in, they, they're in your inner circle and they see how you work. And then they take that information and maybe start their own company. Um, so I think it's just about figuring out like and being honest with your employer as well. Like I think the people that have that worked for me that I've had the best relationships with have been super honest with me saying like, I wanna be your assistant, but for like a year max and then I wanna do this, great. I know where you're at, I know where your head's at, I know what you're looking to do. I wanna be your assistant for a minimum of two years and then start my own company. Great, I know where your head's at. And like, I understand what you're here to learn and here to do. Um, I think it's the people who don't talk about what they want or hold it in or find resentment that leads to breakdowns, you know, in companies and create like toxic cultures. So I just think communication on both ends is key. I agree. And especially when they're being honest and upfront with you, like you can really appreciate the honesty because totally plan. And I have my company. I mean, I built my brand as well. And one of my first assistants was, she was like with me from the beginning and she was still in the college 
while she was working for me. And then all of a sudden I gave her a good recommendation. I gave her a letter and everything. And I basically helped her to get a really good job, but then she just quit and didn't even say anything. And all the responsibilities she was doing for me, I had to find someone to do, but she had her own ways how to do it. And I didn't even know because I was not doing them. Yeah, there's definitely, it's interesting. There's definitely a way to quit gracefully and maintain relationships. And I think that's something that's missing from uh, this generation or the generation below us, I would say not blanketed, obviously, but like, I've really found that, uh, people don't give two weeks notice. They don't help you with a transition plan. They, um, you know, oftentimes don't talk about, don't even give you a signal that this might be happening. So I just think it's important to really respect on both ends. Um, obviously, you know, if there's something crazy going on, it's a different story, but I think it's important to show respect on both ends because those employers, you never know down the line who they're going to know, who is going to show up, who's going to ask them for their advice. And then you have to tell them. And that actually happened. Like, I remember I got a phone call from someone who's like, oh, someone applied for me that worked for Crate and Cultivate. Like, what'd you say about them? And I was like, oh, I was like, you know, they were only here for, um, you know, whatever, six months or whatever. I was like, but they did quit without two weeks notice. And she was like, that's all I need to know. And who knows if she got the job, but I was like, I'm going to be honest about like what happened. And I think those things can cause major repercussions down the line. Yeah, people forget about those facts and they can actually bite them later. <laughs> totally. And also, what are your core values for create, create and Cultivate and what are your future goals? Yeah, so I mean, the core values of the brand are to always tie everything we do back to providing value to working women. So how can we help you, whether that's making you laugh, giving you information, providing advice, giving you access to things. So always coming down to that core value. I would also say kindness is a huge part of what we do. You know, we believe in collaboration over competition. As mentioned earlier, we, we think there's room for everyone. We don't think there's any benefit of pitting women against women but there's massive benefit of getting women in the room together and having everyone help each other out. Um, so it's definitely key to what we're doing. Um, and I would also just say authenticity and realness. Like we are always working hard to make sure that we are giving you the most accurate advice, not leaning into the fluff of, you know, what it takes to actually build a company. And for the future of Crate and Cultivate, you know, we want to be one of the, you know, largest media companies for women and really be wherever our audience is, whether that's, you know, TV, books, uh, podcasts, obviously, uh, events, media, all that good stuff. I love it. And you're being a big boss. How does it feel for you? What helps you to stay organized? What helps you to keep your mental wellness in check? Like, how does it feel? Totally. I mean, organization wise, I'm a huge time management advocate. I am really structured in my days and, and how I sort of spend my time. Otherwise I go insane. Um, I'm also big on getting eight hours of sleep, which is like a big one for me. I'm like non-functional if I don't, if I don't do that. Um, and then in terms of, uh, you know, mental health, I feel like boundaries are crucial. Um, not to say that I've always been good at it. I've definitely had years of just being completely a workaholic and having no boundaries whatsoever, not seeing friends, all that stuff. But as of like the pandemic, I would say I, I make sure I work out either or every other day or every day. I feel like that's really important for me. I really stick to my schedule and try not to add new calls the same day, which can always happen. Like, can we hop on a quick call? I'm like, nope. I have every minute of my day planned. I try to take my dogs for a walk at least like 
once a day to get outside, get some sunshine. Um, and I love to cook. And so I've started like being really diligent about making meals, learning new recipes and just doing things that don't require me to be in complete boss mode all the time. I love it. It's incredible. <laughs> what makes your best-selling book a work party to stand out out of all of them? Oh gosh. I, well, I think work party, I read a lot of business books and there's some really, really, really good ones out there, to be honest. I think for me, the reason why work party was important was I wanted to give tactical advice to women on how to vet a contract, how to set up a partnership, all that information coupled with like a personal story of the things that I went through, friendship breakups, boyfriend breakups, um, all those different things. So I think for me, it's just been really important to be as authentic and real as possible. And I always, I wrote it in a style that I felt like I was chatting with a girlfriend and that's really what I wanted it to come across as. That's what I felt when I was reading it. I loved it a lot. I enjoyed it. It was an incredible book. No, oh, thank you so much. I love to hear that. Thank you. And what do you think, what helped you the most to build such a successful brand? I think resiliency would be my answer. I think you have to be extremely resilient. You have to be willing to take all the hits as well as all the wins and get back up, brush off your shoulders and keep moving. And how can someone become a part of Create and Cultivate? What do you guys have? What do you offer? And so yeah, so Create and Cultivate has a membership program. You can join, you get access to amazing content um, and exclusive video content from our events online. We also host a ton of different events. We have our Austin uh, event coming up in March. We're going to Coachella in April, and then we'll be hosting a Los Angeles conference this summer. So tons of events you can come to as well. And then we also have Facebook groups where you can connect with other um, women, whether you're looking you know, to get your services out there, promote your business, or just find a friend. Amazing. And where can all listeners find you, your social handles, all your information? Yeah, of course. So I'm at Jacqueline R. Johnson on Instagram. You can follow at Work Party, at Create Cultivate, and at New Money Ventures. And do you guys accept, I mean, New Money Ventures, you guys um, looking for startups where you can invest in startups or would you? Exactly. We're a $20 million fund focused on uh, funding the next generation of female entrepreneurs and female-led businesses. Uh, we invest from seed to series B, um, and we're always looking for women that are trying to bring a new business and disrupt a new industry. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Jacqueline, for being my guest. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Of course. My pleasure. Thank you so much, and such a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.